0: Welcome to One Dive at a Time, the official podcast of Neptune Warrior, healing heroes One Dive at a Time. Hello and welcome to this episode of One Dive at a Time. I'm your host, Rob Anderson. I've got a mic issue going on here for a second. Let me... How's that? Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Always, always learning the gear again and again and again. I think it's because I keep swapping gear out so much that I'm not really learning one system. I've been trying a couple of different microphones and I'm not really happy with anything that I've found thus far, but I'm not ready to go break, break the bank on a microphone. So, I don't know. It's one of those things of just kind of embrace a suck and, and we'll keep pressing on. Hey, a couple of things to bring you up to date. One is that we've got some interesting movement going on in a partnership with the National Academy of Sports Medicine. And so I'm really looking forward to what that's going to bring us as far as an organization. And my hope... Uh, the, the the vision I've got with this is really increasing the opportunities that we have with our veterans for wellness, for physical fitness, for nutrition. And I'm going to have more news coming on that in the next couple of uh, episodes as we kind of figure this thing out. But we've been talking to, the again, the National Academy of Sports Medicine, looking at sending one or two of my coaches in into training to get certified so we can offer that as, again, really not as an additional opportunity for our veterans, but really to enhance what we're already doing. Because I don't want to lose sight of that one thing that we do. And the one thing that we do is diving. But if we can find ways to enhance that as well as provide additional benefits for our our veteran population. I think we need to be able to to explore those different avenues. So I've got that going on. I've got a couple of dive masters that are about ready to certify, and I don't, you know, I don't preach the pass the plate very often. In fact, I've said I'm going to stop talking about donations. But I got to tell you guys, you know, really, you know, straight up, I've got I've got some insurance. That we need to go purchase for our dive masters once they get certified. I've got a couple of them that are about ready to to pass that threshold. It's been an investment of time and money and resources on you know that they've already put into this, uh, and they're they're going to use those talents to go out and help our veteran community. So just be thinking about that. I am going to give out some information later on. Maybe not in this episode. Maybe the next episode. But you know, you can also always reach out to us through Facebook, Neptune Warrior uh, Facebook page, as well as over on the blog, if you are interested in helping helping those folks out. So you know, depending on on the insurance that they're getting, and and the coverage and things like that, you know, it runs. I think for a dive master, don't quote me on this, but I think for a dive master, it runs around six ninety nine for each year, and. You know they've already covered their registration fees and their membership fees and things like that, but these are people who are going out and and they're in direct, they're they're directly helping the veterans. I mean they're face to face. It's not like that they're, you know that that they're doing something that's virtual or they're not, you know they're not hands on. They are very hands on, uh, you know, with that. And of course my dive masters. And my coaches, they're all part of a program that we have just introduced, which is the Diver Development Coaching Program that has been uh, blessed by the Scuba Educators International. They looked at our program, and, and uh, Ben Brown was kind enough to, to say some very, very kind words about it. And he's actually excited about the work that that team will be doing. And really what we're doing is we're, we're bridging between what is traditionally a training assistant and a dive master, even though you know some of our coaches are dive masters, but it's an opportunity to help out our veterans uh, in, in in the in the confined water, you know, because even even after they become certified, we have a lot of confined water sessions or indoor diving sessions that we do and allows them that opportunity to to work within that. Also don't forget you can always call and leave a message on the show. I love getting messages that we can play on the show. The phone number for that is area code 208-254-0436. And, of course, if you call that, we're going to play it on the show, and then I'm going to answer your question. Hey, in this episode, I, I want us to think about a couple of concepts. You know, the, the There's been a, a hundred podcasts and probably a, a million YouTube videos that are all done around proper waiting. And as you know, as a diver, that we always want to achieve neutral buoyancy. If you don't have enough weight, then you, you know, I shouldn't be telling you this, but you know, you're, you're not going to be able to, uh, to properly dive, get underneath the surface, or stay, you know, stay in a neutral buoyant position. And if you've got too much weight, it really drags you down. Because we use diving as a metaphor for things in life, what I want you to think about is the emotional dive belt, and this part of this really comes from a concept that I used to teach around rocks and and labeling rocks with you know whatever whatever is going on in your life. So I'll, we're going to put this into, into diving terms, and I want you to start thinking about weights as being those things that you carry around, and. You know, it could it could be trauma from the past, it could be a past relationship, it could be an agreement that you've made with yourself. Now, we obviously have to have a few things that are on our weight belt that help us with diving. I mean, if you know, in the in the diving in the actual diving world, if you're diving a seven mil farmer John, you have to have enough weight to you know, get you below the surface. If you're diving in salt water, you have to add a little more weight. So, you know, kind of, th- kind of think about the fact that you need, you need a little bit of weight to, you know, to press on, to, to do what you need to do. As I've said in other podcasts before, yes, we'd love to get rid of friction in, in our lives, but you have to have a little bit of friction so you can get traction. Well, it's kind of the same thing with emotional dive weights. You've got to have a little bit of dive weight to get yourself into a position to perform neutral buoyancy. But, you know, there there are times, and I've seen instructors do this, and I've seen rookie divers do this. They overweight themselves, and they don't have proper weighting. So while you might need some weight to get into a good neutral buoyancy situation, a lot of times we carry too much weight. And, And that weight, you know, what I want you to think about as a diver that excess weight that you have you could you could go in with a sharpie and if it's lead weight brick weights you know you you could write what those things are that's weighing you down is it anxiety is it trauma is it agreements that you made in the past is it things like you know being abandoned Whatever it happens to be, you could actually label that, label that weight. And what I'm going to talk about in this podcast is really five points about the things that weigh us down, that shouldn't be weighing us down. Because if we're going to be good divers and if we're going to be good human beings, we've got to figure out what it is that's holding us back, what's weighing us down, what's driving us into the mud and the muck. And keeping us from being in that neutral buoyancy position where we need to be not only in diving, but where we need to be in life. And that's what we're trying to strive for, right? Is we, we want to be neutrally buoyant in all the things we do. Because if we're not neutrally buoyant in life, then all that weight, it affects so many different things. It affects our health. It affects our relationships. It affects our finances. It causes us to be addicted to a whole myriad of things. It causes us to be defensive, to not trust, to avoid certain situations. So, we want to find a way that we, you know, how how do we get rid of that weight? How do we become, it's not so much getting rid of the weight, it's how do we become neutrally buoyant when we're overburdened by a lot of weight? So, here's here's the five points that I want to make. The first one is… You got to be able to identify it. You got to name it. You got to figure out what it is. You know, what, what is it that is weighing you down? And you have to you have to physically name it. If if you have to go in and symbolically take a Sharpie and write the name of what it is that's weighing you down on a dive weight. You might have to do that. I used to do this a long time ago when I was when I was running a group called Tribal Courage, and I would talk to guys that were were dealing were battling with addiction. And in some cases it might be alcohol. some cases it might be sexual addiction, addiction to porn, things like that, right? Or it might be not being involved in, in good relationships. But you have to go in and you have to physically name it. You have to write it on that dive weight. You have to identify what it is is it that I get anxious when I'm in airports? That's hey guys that's that's something that is on my emotional weight belt. Is it anxiety? Is it PTSD? Is it family? I've got a diver Actually, I've got a couple of divers that have had things happen in relationships right now and they are either afraid of trust, they're afraid to be abandoned, or they're just simply in a in a really crappy situation where the person that they thought they would spend the rest of their lives with just walks in one day and says, ah, screw it. I'm done with this and walks out of their life. At some point, we've all been mismanaged and we, and we have to be careful that that we're not just blanketing everything. You know, I hate the military. I hate, uh, you know, I, 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 I can't trust men. I hate women in leadership positions you have to you have to actually go in and identify why. Because not all women in leadership positions, you know, are you know, are what you think that they might be. Not all men that you mistru- you know, not all men are mistrustworthy. You have to step back and say, Hey, you know what, there's there's this one guy that did me wrong. There's this there's this leader. And just because she was a female, it doesn't doesn't mean that because she was a female she did me wrong. That leader did me wrong. And so you have to get away from from the blanketing of those of those different situations. You have to get away from, I you know I'm I'm in fear of being abandoned because all my life I feel like I've been abandoned. No, it was my spouse, it was a parent, it was somebody that I cared about that decided to abandon me. Someone's mismanaged my heart. Someone's mismanaged my relationship. And you have to you have to actually identify it and name it. Number 2, you have to decide to put the weight down. Now that's a lot easier said than done. Because everybody can go, "Man, I, you know, I don't want to I don't want to have a victim mentality. Of course I don't want to have a victim mentality. I don't want to be a suicide survivor. I don't want to be a PTSD survivor. I don't want to be somebody who has dealt with childhood trauma. Because what happens is you start, you know, if if there's the identification, but if you decide not to put it down, it begins to form who you are as a person. Especially if you've got people who enable that for you. I've seen situations where somebody has gone through years of counseling and they've done all the right things to get healed from that trauma. But what happens is they step back into an environment where somebody enables that behavior that was wired to that trauma. So when you go through trauma, I mean, first of all, your brain is rewired. That's the first time that your brain is rewired is when you go through the trauma. Ten seconds of sheer anxiety or fear or or whatever it is, I mean just milliseconds of it can rewire your brain for a lifetime. And then how sad is it to go through a process of rewiring your brain, modifying your behaviors, modifying your environment to step back someplace where you know, the people around you, the last time they saw you or what they're used to, is that old you. They don't, they don't see that new you and and they kind of force you back into that, into that situation. So you have to decide that you're going to put it down. If there's an addiction that got you through it whether you know whether it's alcohol or if it's an addiction to drugs or you know chemical dependency on on some type of mood stabilizers or whatever it is you got to put it down i've got a, i've got one of my divers right now that the thing that's getting them through their trauma is an addiction to tinder they like to go on they like to get the likes but because of trust issues They never carry through and go out on a date. They do a lot of texting. They talk to a lot of different people, but they never really ever go out. And they're addicted to getting those likes. I've got a diver right now that is addicted to people liking their pictures on Instagram. And man, if if they go from 45 likes in a day down to three... Their world is crushed. So, you, whatever that weight is, you have to be able to put it down, and you have to stop identifying yourself by that issue. You have to stop saying, "Okay, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a veteran with PTSD. I'm a survivor of childhood abuse." You have to stop letting your trauma identify you as a person. Now, that's one of the things that that we do offer. In diving, whether it's with Neptune Warrior or someone else that, that has a community, is you now have an opportunity to identify yourself in a different light. And that's one of the positive things about diving is that you can you can identify yourself as a diver. You can identify yourself as part of a tribe. So decide that you're gonna put the weight down. And that actually plays into number three, which is don't identify yourself by your issue you you can't have that victim mentality that's that's why on questionnaires like medical questionnaires where they ask you about your marital status I don't put divorced I put down that I'm that I'm single because I don't want to identify myself as someone who had a failed marriage so don't don't let whatever it is whatever agreement that you have I mean once once you decide that you're going to Put down that weight and you're going to get rid of that agreement. You have to stop identifying yourself with that issue because that that makes you very vulnerable and puts you in a position where you can be judged. So make sure that you don't identify with the issue that you are. Again, you have the opportunity to identify yourself as a veteran. You You have an opportunity to identify yourself as a diver. But don't identify yourself by your issue. Number four is get support. Find somebody that can pick up that weight, take a look at it, and, and you know, you're gonna have some people go, Yeah, that's really not a big issue. And you have some other people like, dude, you need to get some professional help. But get people to take a look at what is going on and help set you up for success. Not someone who is going to keep putting you back into that position. And I've seen this happen with couples. A veteran comes home, gets diagnosed with PTSD. And then what happens is that caretaker continually enables that veteran and doesn't really try to help. It's not that they don't try to help. They don't know how to help. So this is important for caretakers. Find out what the best way is to care for someone that has PTSD when your veteran comes home and has PTSD. And by the way, that's also for the caretakers because once deployment orders come down, caretakers' spouses are on the entire spectrum as well as the veteran. Because once, order, once deployment orders come down, that caretaker is now starting to, to be fearful of what's going to happen with their spouse or when they're gone or how finances are going to be taken care of, all those different things. So find a community that's willing to support you and not enable your diagnosis, but enable your new identity. So, so important to to be able to do that. Make sure that you're getting support. Make sure that you've got people in your corner that are going to help you Put that weight down. And then finally, number five is a new identity. And we talked about this just a few moments ago. You've got a new identity. You're a diver. And with us, you're a member of Neptune Warrior. Whatever that new identity is, embrace that new identity. you got to let go of the old. <laughs> Getting a call from my daughter on that. Okay, which is crazy because she is just upstairs. Anyway, um, you've got. (laughs) Hey, this is an at-home podcast, right? So you—it's that new identity. Find yourself as part of a tribe. Find yourself as a new diver. Don't let the old. Don't let the old identity get in the way of living your best life of finding your new purpose, of finding your new people. So that's that's my five uh, my five points of dropping the weight that holds you down from being neutrally buoyant, being that best person that you possibly can. Again, identify what it is. Name it. Figure out what it is. If you have to physically write it on a dive weight and put it on there, do it. Number two, Decide to put down the weight. Number three, don't identify as your issue. Number four, get support. And number five, adopt that new identity. All right, that's all I've got for this episode. So, thank you so much for uh, thank you so much for hanging on with this one. Just something I had in my mind. I was I was cruising around today, kind of thinking about. Man, there's a lot of stuff that just weighs a lot of people down. I was thinking about the old rock analogy where I used to have people paint a rock, label it what it was that is holding them back, and then at some point getting rid of the weight. So in your quest for emotional neutral buoyancy, don't forget to drop the weight off of that emotional weight, dive weight belt. That's all I've got for this episode. Hey, thank you so much. Remember, as long as you've got air, you're all right. yeah the dogs are in dogs are inside all right all right hey have a good night love you kiddo